This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Success. We did it, theoretically. <laughs> Podcast done. Nailed it. Podcast Great. Done. We'll see you all next no. week. Hello, for reals. <laughs> and welcome to Aetherite Radio. This is Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I am Zanidra. Today I have joining me my best friend Charles and my best friend Rook. And also the lovely Victoria, who was, is the author of the cookbook. The and cookbook. new best friend? I, maybe new, new, new best friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did have a lovely chat before the show. All and right. your uh, row of plushies in the back, I think, perfectly aligns just mm-hmm. all the tastes that we share in common <laughs> yeah. as far as gaming goes. <laughs> Namazu, very good in particular, given the narrator of the book. So, Gyohan yeah. <laughs> needs his representation on my shelf. <laughs> yes. That's adorable. I didn't I'm even sorry. think of yes, that. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. So we are going to talk uh, about the cookbook today, clearly. Uh, but before we do that... We have a smidge of news, just a little news. We went over it uh, last week, but, you know, it's it's still relevant. So I'm just going to briefly go over it again. Uh, guys, Valentino's Day is happening right now. Uh, the, the 8th through the 21st. So make sure you don't run out of time on that. 21st, still a couple, you know, there's a week. You're good. But it's there, so don't forget. And the prizes are the post Moogle Barding, which is real cute. And mm. the uh, Valention's mobile, which is uh, that little furnishing thing you see hanging from everywhere all the time that we've never gotten before, but it's pretty neat, especially if you're really into decorating. Uh, the Welcome to Naoki's Room VOD from FanFest featuring actor Ryunosuke Kamiki is going to be taken down. Boo. Uh, as well as the full FanFest archive on YouTube. We don't, we don't know why. It's, an, it's a mystery to everyone. <laughs> um, but if you haven't seen it yet and you want to go check that out before it's gone for who knows how long, possibly forever. Uh, and, and the letter from the producer 68 is on the horizon. Yes. Woo! Yes. Very exciting. That will be Friday, February uh, 18th at 6 PM PT, which means, you know, that we will be covering it the next day. Yep. One. Um, Yep. The little oh, title they've given to yeah. it is Newfound Futures, which is they're going to talk about the next 10 years of Final Fantasy 14. For those of you who've been around and around and around and around, you know that they did this years ago. And uh, at that time, Yoshi P said, I think we'll probably do this for about 10 years and maybe stop. He was wrong. <laughs> We're getting 10 more. <laughs> uh, and they're also going to do an Endwalker Q&A. Um, so if you have any questions that you would like answered, go to the official forums and you can submit them there. That's it. That's the news. Uh, it's so exciting to hear about the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. I know. And this is going to be a big letter from the producer. I oh, know a yes. lot of people, sometimes you might just catch up on the notes afterwards, or you might, you mm-hmm. know, listen to the podcast or other summaries of it. But this might actually be a really fun one to try to stay up for, depending on what they talk about. Because, of course, we don't all know yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, it does seem like they really want to reassure fans about the ongoing direction in this new chapter in Final Fantasy XIV. So we may get some really good stuff. It looks like it's at a, a decent time for the NA audience, too. I don't know if they've... Uh, address whether or not there's going to be a translation but mm-hmm. in in the big oh, yeah. ones recently especially they've uh, actually been putting in that effort to give us a translation during mm-hmm. yes at least for a portion yeah. yeah yeah it does make it twice as long but probably worth it i think <laughs> so worth it worth so it. worth yeah. it yeah <laughs> 
All right. That's the news. So it is time to have our, our talk with Victoria Rosenthal, the author of the cookbook. <clears throat> so you've probably been asked this question 5,000 billion times, but how did you get started with cooking? Cooking. And let's, let's, we're going to roll back many years now at this point, probably. When I was young, my mom did a lot of cooking and stuff, and I was always like influenced by that. But it definitely was when I moved out on my own. And I was getting sick of buying all like the pre-made freezer stuff or ordering a bunch of food out. And it was definitely when I moved down to Houston uh, that I was like, oh, I really should be cooking and trying to figure stuff out. So I started like testing things and I had my friends back home in Chicago going, hey, what are you cooking? Can you share some of this? Because I like the pictures. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So a year before I started my blog, uh, I actually started like a random food thing where I was like, here's recipes. I got bored. Like right away, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Like this isn't fun. <laughs> a year later, I was like, you know what? I want to try it again, but I really should attach my like second love of video games to this. And now my blog will be 10 this year. And I've been wow. doing... Yeah, so it's been it's 10 years. It's Final Fantasy. Like... It exactly lines <laughs> up. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it lines up because I did start it uh, when Guild Wars 2 came out. That's actually mm. the big game that started my, <laughs> like, my journey through food and kind of like figuring out recipes. Because when I saw their cooking system, I was like, oh, look at how much detail there is. They're telling me I need these recipes, these little ingredients to kind of make these items. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I well, was you know. so excited to see that. I like. I literally emailed Victoria because I was browsing through your blog, and it's so hard to find any recipes for Guild Wars Two. I mean, Final mm -hmm. Fantasy Fourteen. Um, we have seen more of it, and now with the cookbook yeah. too, so many more people can get that. Uh, but I was so impressed the sheer range of games that you have done food for, but to also see Guild Wars Two in there, which is one of my other favorites. I was right. so excited. I was so going to say. Nobody on this podcast likes Guild Wars 2 at all. So, you know, it just wouldn't get any traction here. Oh, no. yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely. No, yeah. No, especially with an expansion coming out. Yeah. You know, oh, I yeah, know. you know. <laughs> none of us uh, were there to stream the beginning uh, of nope, the expansion either. Like, none of us did that. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. That's amazing, though. And did I hear correctly? Did you say that you're originally from Chicago? Yes, I am. I'm a Chicagoan. <laughs> Gosh, we are going to be best friends. <laughs> Perfect. Great. That's so awesome. Um, that's amazing. I mean, you are right in that I think many of us can absolutely understand that feeling, especially those of us who are also gamers and maybe we mm -hmm. don't always make the time for cooking that we should. That eventually you get to the point where you've made so much frozen food that oh. you're going, there has to be something more than this. There has to I be a reason. Like, I I loved food and it was just like, I'm not doing it justice. Let me start like exploring different things. And it ends up saving me a lot more money than ordering out every day. Yep. Now it takes effort and patience. But once you start doing that, you're like, oh, okay, this is getting better and better. Yeah. I was going to say remember? when I, oh, when I went to college, um, I, I felt victim to the same, like, oh, I'll just buy this and I'll just get this other thing. And I actually went completely broke doing that. So <laughs> right. I, uh, I am, I'm glad that other people are smarter than me on that front. And it leads to this. What were you going to say, Rook? Oh, I was just going to ask if you remembered one of the first dishes that you'd ever tried to make, like something that you liked so much that you were like, I really want to try and cook this. 
I mean, the most basic dish, and my husband still always asks for it, is just like getting good pasta and like a good like tomato sauce and putting cheese and like some vegetables with it. Like like the most basic of things. Mm-hmm. That was, the, and it's like a, a fallback. If I go, oh no, I've, I'm too busy. I didn't have time to cook. There's always like a thing of pasta and sauce that I could at least make that, which is doesn't take much effort. And half of it is like pre-made, but. It's still an effort being made there. Yeah, yeah. Aldina, do you cook much? Silence. Absolute <laughs> silence. I was like, all the rest of us have talked a little bit about cooking. Aldino, do you have... Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I I do cook. You know, I'm, I'm the one in, in the household that cooks the most, but I just... Work is so busy that usually I don't. I am that person. I am stuck in that loop right now. I actually didn't hear your question. Like, Discord freaked out for me for a second. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm glad that was so good. It was good. You but were yeah. just completely deadpan because you hadn't no. even heard the question. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything now. I should have just rolled with it. But Isn't yeah, actually... you know. Mm-hmm. No, 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 go No, ahead. I was just going to say, it's, it's something that I've been trying to get into. You know, a lot of people with the pandemic, right? This is something that we got to touch on as well a lot of people are getting into it it's the perfect time for night spread you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is one of the things um aldino rook and i had the opportunity to meet each other last year and one of the many things that we talked about was cooking now that i think Mm -hmm. about it i mean it's incredible because i think you're right like we take these journeys through games but uh we have journeys in life as well and cooking can be a big part of that how people do or don't get connected to it what kinds of foods they want to make um and i mean it's amazing because in this cookbook that you that you made there's such a range of food which obviously reflects the huge range of areas and regions within final fantasy 14 as well um, but I mean, it's incredible to start from pasta and then end up where you are now with like all this range of different types of food and experience and cultural food. And like, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I do think there's like the benefit. Of, I've always been in a big city like Chicago and then now Houston. So I've had access to a lot of different cuisines and stuff and exploring and I have no fear of trying whatever. I will try something at least once. Um, and some of like the stuff that I've learned is just sometimes talking to like the wait staff and saying, hey, what's in here? What's in this? And then kind of getting like a little influence from that. Because I will say I am not uh, trained in any format. I, I have a hard time calling myself like a chef because I'm not trained. I'm completely home trained. I'm a home cook is what I always say. But uh, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of research and just talking with people and figuring out, hey, what did you put in this? oh, you put these ingredients in there? That's a little different and kind of figuring that out. So would you say your uh, experience with video games then goes back a little bit further than the cookie? (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I started uh, playing games on like like original Nintendo when I was like probably four, five, Mm -hmm. somewhere around Mm -hmm. that range. Um, And ever since then, I playing games and I couldn't stop because they are so great and I enjoy like spending time it's a way I've made many friends I will say gaming like online has definitely helped during the pandemic I'm able Mm -hmm. to keep in touch with friends I'm able to play games Mm. with them still even though we can't have people come over and sit down and play through an entire Yakuza game in the weekend (laughs) anymore but we could at least play games online together (laughs) 
Oh, yes, I definitely miss that. You know, some friends and I played through a Tales of together in oh, person. Yes. And yes, that... yeah, we, we had big weekends of Tales of where mm -hmm. we had a friend coming in from Austin, spending an entire weekend with us. We played as much as we could. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, we'll see you next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, to, to segue into cooking from there, when we did that, you know, it was often whoever woke up first had to cook. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and that would be a great time for, yeah. Well, he didn't, but that's fine. Uh, but that would have been a great time for any themed food, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you mentioned Guild Wars 2 and, and seeing how, like, MMOs were contextualizing these recipes and, like, adding constantly new types of foods to the game. So is that what kind of, for you, I mean, like you said, merged together the idea of, like, I'm going to do games and cooking and make this something like when you were getting ready to start the blog or was there like more in that that really inspired you to try and cook with games and food? Yeah, it was a lot of well, one, I wanted to start like showing gamers that it's the kitchen's not too scary. And it's like <laughs> they're, if, if you attach it to something, maybe they will recognize a game. It might convince them to like take that baby step in and start like cooking. Um, I mean, there are. Besides video games, I've seen a lot of other blogs nowadays that are like movies and TV shows. So like getting people to cook with interest is definitely extremely helpful. Um, but it definitely was, I'm going to say, yeah, Guild Wars 2 was definitely the game that I was just like, oh, this makes sense. Oh, developers are actually taking a moment and putting interesting food items instead of it just being, here's an apple, here's a piece of candy uh we're actually going in depth and putting a bunch of stuff and i think at that point was the world of warcraft cookbook out at that point i feel like that one's been around for a very long mm. time but i mean i saw that yeah some other people were doing it but they're not covering the games that i liked so it's like okay i'm gonna just jump in and start doing this you know that's a common thread that we hear from content creators because we try and get a lot of people on and just kind of mm -hmm. talk through that process because Anybody could do it, and we'd love to hear what inspired people. But yeah, there's a lot of people who just go, and I just jumped in. You know, I saw that there was a place for my voice, and I hopped right in. Yeah. You just got to, it's, yeah. it's always starting that's the hardest mm -hmm. part. Um, and I'm, I'm shocked if I think 10 years ago, me wouldn't think that I would have had books come out of this. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm always, like, surprised. I'm like, this little hobby turned into like a full-time job. <laughs> what was the first book of yours that came out? Which one was the first? It was the Fallout uh, cookbook that originally Ooh. came out. Um, I think it came out in 2018 now. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, I've had uh, Fallout, Destiny, Street Fighter, and then obviously Final Fantasy. I always told myself to if I've gotten... <laughs> I've gotten... Uh, I told myself if I get... X amount of books within a year, uh, I could quit my full-time job. Mm -hmm. That happened conveniently last year. So. Yay, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm so happy that I'm able to do that, and I still don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> do you remember what it was like when the, that Fallout book first launched, like how you felt and how, I mean. <laughs> I was like, oh, I hope, oh, Fallout's, well, when I got contacted for the project, I said, Fallout. Okay, I know mm -hmm. there's food in the game. I've done recipes from Fallout on the blog at that point. It was like a whole book for Fallout. Okay, I'll figure this out. And then ran with it and had a lot of fun. 
learned a lot from it um, because I know something that people generally don't know about these books. I was done with that book a year before it came out, um, and I had about a month and a half to work on it. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's a bunch of hurry up and wait, huh? There was a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of waiting. Uh, the Final Fantasy one uh, was a very rushed job of two months, uh, which usually they'll start like a year before. But I started working on the project in March, April. Yeah, April of last year is when that all kicked up. And I was just like, oh, I need to do this game because I really, really enjoy this game. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fight. Like, at that point, I was still working my full-time job. And I said, hey, I need to take, like, two months off because I can't <laughs> do both my full-time job and this in that two-month window. So <laughs> they were nice enough and let me do it. And then eventually I... That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many I mean, no, how many workplaces amazing. are just like sure? Yeah, two months you can have it. That's yeah, I was I was so appreciative that they did that. I was like, wait, you're gonna let me? Okay, thank you so much. I I'll, I'll be back, and I did come back for about like, yeah. three weeks, and then a few other things popped up, and I'm like, I hate to do this to you, but I think for the betterment of y'all, I'm not coming back. I mean, the thing is though, seeing how much love you put into everything from your blog to all of the details of this book. I mean, it's unbelievable. It was so funny. It wasn't even like I got my hands on the book and I was reading through the book. And then I started browsing your blog to see what you had like written about the process and hearing everything that you did in this book. I couldn't believe that it was basically like a one a one person production mm -hmm. and with help from your husband and with I mean, obviously, you're also working with the company, but you know, just seeing how much you put into that in a two-month period is honestly mm -hmm. staggering. So it's, I'm not surprised other companies want to work with you. It's always wild. So I, I am. So I work with Insight. Uh, they're the publishing group. They do a lot of the dealing with the actual game companies. Um, it depends on the project, the interaction that I actually get with any of the game companies. Most of it is hearing through the editor what they had in their meeting said, and I kind of run with it. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of people think, oh, these books, they're done. Yeah, I'm sure there's a photography like studio that does it. And uh, there's probably a recipe writer. That's probably the person who whose name's on there. And I'm sure I'm sure Yoshi P wrote every entry because I've seen that like <laughs> he didn't write letters. It's just like there's more than the, the Square team. Hand. Like Square didn't make these recipes. Mm -hmm. They proved them and they were OK with all the the inclusion of what we, we added in there. Um, but yeah, all the recipe, all the headers, they were approving it. Uh, all the photography is mine in there. So it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of work <laughs> and a lot of like skills to learn. And there's mm -hmm. not a lot of people that do that. So right. I, I hope more people one day maybe start pursuing this like interesting world of food photography for video games. But <laughs> food photography is already just strange when you get into yeah. like marketing and and how some pictures that you see are definitely not food they're definitely just glue yeah <laughs> can confirm everything in here is food everything i <laughs> made in there i did eat at some point so. yep. <laughs> you took gorgeous pictures honestly yeah. we, so when we did because we had talked with you a little bit when we did our first podcast um just talking about the cookbook uh ourselves and we each cooked something from it for that initial podcast before we had you know, reached out to you and you had said mm -hmm. you'd want to do this podcast with us. Um, and I, 
I was like, okay, what? I'm really nervous about making this because I'm not very good at making, I made uh, your lemon waffles and mm. I had never made a lemon curd before. And I was like, I'm so nervous about this. I have no idea how it's going to turn out. My partner, who is like much more competent at like baking and doing those sorts of things than me. And I've made good strides, you know, I feel pretty good. But like they are definitely more advanced. So they were helping me like figure out how to do it all. And then I got it all and I had it all settled there. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to perfectly drizzle this lemon curd over. And it like plopped all over the entire waffle. It was this huge runny mess. There's whipped cream everywhere. I'm like looking at your beautiful picture and then looking at my hot mess of a waffle. <laughs> it's just like, this takes so much artistry and skill to sh not only make the food, and make it taste incredible, but then to also take pictures that reflect just mm -hmm. what you've done, you know? Holy cow, that's and, a huge skill set. I mean, set. I'll be honest, if you look at the, now I look at the follow-up book and I go, those pictures, they're good. <laughs> but man, those pictures, I've, I've, every book I'm learning something new and kind of testing new things and kind of increasing my knowledge of photography, so. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the way, though, of, of any creator? Like, you look oh, yeah. at your, your old work and you're like, oh, wow, I I sure did oh, that. I mm -hmm. look at, like, my, like, first few blog posts and I'm like, should I reshoot those pictures at some point? Do I have time to? You know, I'm going to just leave those there to, like, sometimes remember, this is where you yeah, were yeah, yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, I have some of my very first drawings, which are terrible so that when uh, people are like oh i wish i i could draw i wish i could learn how to draw i'm like here look at this you can see how bad this is <laughs> with enough practice you can do anything you want <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. you're just gonna so, have to make a lot of waffles which is fine yeah that's yeah, fine no. there's how no terrible. problem with that <laughs> oh no you have to eat all the waffles you made oh bummer <laughs> i can actually say like in the the 14 book uh for some reason, the honey muffins tripped me up. Like that was a, like a recipe I started doing and I kept making, I did a first batch and I'm like, why didn't you rise? Okay, whatever, they taste fine. Just, I can't take pictures of this. Make again. What is going on with it? Like that recipe, like kind of shocked me that that was the one that tripped me up. Uh, but even I make mistakes, like, but it's still edible. Like it's mm -hmm. still good. I think I could count on one hand things that I've actually had to go, Oh, I really messed this up. Nobody should eat this. <laughs> Cut to my Never. entire first everything that I ever cooked. It was so <laughs> bad. I took a bite of it. I made a pasta salad once. This is not even a joke. I made a pasta salad to take to a friend's picnic. And I took a bite of it. And I was like, I think this is disgusting. And then I took it to the, the picnic. And everybody's eating all the stuff that everybody else made. And I was like, maybe I'm just too in my head about this. It's a pasta salad. How could it go wrong? And everybody took a bite. And they were all just like, this is disgusting. This is the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. It's inedible. And they like they were like tossing little bits of it to the birds. The birds wouldn't even eat it. And <laughs> I think that a lot of times people assume, right, that like, I mean, like you were saying, or like we've been kind of talking about, if you don't start off good at something, that it's not worth trying. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I loved is that Actually, if any of you go to Victoria's blog and you look at some of the posts about the cookbook, um, there's even a blog post there specifically about like good beginners recipes to start with, uh, you know, like ways to work your way up, uh, progging the the croissant, the end game mm -hmm. croissant, yes. you know, like 
And it's oh. one of those things where if we start thinking about anything in our lives as a learning process, as a trial and error process, and we allow ourselves the room to have fun with that. And that's what I think is so great about your cookbook, right? And about mm -hmm. combining games and cooking. Oh, yeah. It's about having fun with it and getting engaged with it in a way so that like, you know, even if anybody tries any of these recipes and you feel daunted by something or it doesn't turn out, it's amazing how much you take away and then you can try it again and it'll be better, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get a lot of messages from people saying, oh, I, I don't cook often, but I made this. And I'm like, yeah, no, great. I get messages from parents saying, uh, my son or daughter decided to, they wanted to make this recipe and they made it in the kitchen. I would have never expected my my kid to make something like this. Thank you for like getting them in the kitchen. I'm like, and that was your goal too, right? That's, that's my goal. I want people who aren't comfortable in the kitchen to get in there. Give it a shot. That's so wholesome. My heart feels good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were talking about progression and uh, we talked about it a little bit before the show, but this is not just, you know, something that you research. You love 14, of course, by the, yes. the stuffed animals. Um, so yeah, how was that process, you know, of a game that I'm, I'm assuming by the time that they asked you, you were pretty far into. Yes. Um, yeah. so I will say like, I played during 2.2 at first mm -hmm. and then kind of got to the end was doing like the savage content, younger me, uh, mm -hmm. doing some of the savage content and then a bunch of friends and I just stopped playing. Yeah. Like it was coil turn seven. That was the end of final fantasy for a bit. <laughs> So we stopped, like, both my husband and I. Okay, the story at that time, we were both like... Yeah. And then we took a long break. Uh, I think it was around the time Shadowbringer came... Yeah, Shadowbringers came, was coming out. Uh, friends were like, you should really try come back and play Final Fantasy again. Like, the story's really, really good. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, we're kind of in between MMOs. Was kind of, kind of taking a break on Guild Wars 2 at that point. Was looking for something else. So we were like, okay, let's jump back in. And I played through... Heaven's Word, and I was like, "Holy, <laughs> my goodness! This is a different game. Like they did amazing work." Um, and yeah, on my blog, I had like a few recipes that mm -hmm. I was like cooking and randomly choosing, and I was like, "Oh, this is really nice." And then when my editor came up to me and said, uh, "We somehow convinced Square that we want to do this, and they want to do it," and I was like, "You're kidding." <laughs> this is this is one that i really 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 appreciate and want to do so it was really nice to be like yes i've, I've been playing this game for years and to yeah. be able to like contribute to it like be able to like i've contributed to like Yay. gaming content here it is <laughs> so uh along those lines what kind of process do you sort of go through with your editor when you're given a, a a project like do they normally sort of go out to the the game companies themselves and come back to you like hey what do you think about this one or yeah so um a lot of times actually i think with the fallout one it was very much so hey we've seen your stuff can you send us some samples of like we'll let you know if you're interested we'll let you know what game possibly i was like oh they're the ones who did the world of warcraft book oh this is a serious email um they were like, oh, can you give us some, like, sample fallout things? And I was like, sure. Here we go. I sent the samples. And they were like, okay, we would love to work with you. Now, here's kind of a rough idea of what they want of the game uh, for, for the book. It's related to the game. Um, can you come up, like, with a recipe outline of 
it's usually 70 to 80 recipes. I was like, okay. I mean, the game has food, run with it. And then that gets sent. And then we get to play the game of, is the developer happy with that list? Mm. Is there anything missing? Um, Fallout was like a quick one where it was like mostly okay. The I guess the lead writer got their hands on it and I was told I did Spuckies incorrectly. There's not supposed <laughs> to be sliders. They have to be very specifically sandwiches. And it's like, okay, okay. Um, but that <laughs> one was very much so, yeah, yeah, you got it. It's perfect. And always finding, one of the more difficult things with the project is finding the voice of the, of the project. Mm. Fallout was extremely easy where it was like, Oh, we have a vault dweller and uh, vault tech. Mm-hmm. Easy. I mean, they're easy voices to write off of. Um, Final Fantasy was an interesting one. So we'll, we'll start at the beginning of that project when I was told, hey, we have this. Uh, can you kind of start coming up with a recipe list? So came up with a list, kind of did a deep dive of like, okay, we want to cover all the areas. We want to make sure up into Shadowbringers at that point. Um, I think when the book was written was 5.8. Two five point three region kind of mm. roughly is where it was yeah. is like that's where it stops at. So any story beyond that or any food items beyond that, I did ask because Endwalker at that point was announced. It's like, do they want to give us anything? Should we mm-hmm. touch anything? And they were like, no, don't worry about it. We don't want to touch Endwalker. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. So I'm not yeah. any <laughs> story spoiled before right. anything. And there's always that fear of like a game company being like. Yes, please. Here's all this stuff that's coming in the future around the time the book comes out. And I was like, okay, good. Um, I sent the like recipe list, kind of like, yeah, did dive, made sure any like important recipes like coffee biscuits or the sandwich mm. basket, anything that's like in the story, um, any of the major like love quest items that like people were commonly making, any foods that were considered meta food at that time, kind of like just looking at all the, that detail mm-hmm. and making sure. And I had like, it was myself, my husband and two other friends um, who like knew about the project and they were helping me. They were running around Eorzea and like picking out all like the pictures of everything. And like, this is a a pub over here or this is a location we could call out items like that. And then once Square approved, they were mostly like, yeah, this recipe list is fine. That wasn't the part that like they were sticklers Mm -hmm. on. It was the voices. Um, Mm. There was several like back and forths on what the voice was going to be. Uh, I originally pitched that it should have been Tataru because she kind of has, she is mm-hmm. connected to everyone. It doesn't, we don't have to touch any of the major characters um, besides her. She's kind of like a major character and they're like, we don't want any major characters. Try again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I was like, well, I mean, could it just be a warrior of light? in a sense that kind of doesn't go like, no, everybody's a warrior. I'm like, okay, fair. And they were like, what if you did like a Namazu or, or maybe a Moogle, like separately? They were like doing that. And my husband comes up to me. What if we did both? <laughs> what if we did both a Namazu and a Moogle running around together and having their adventure? Because I think if we had to write just in a Moogle's voice the whole time, mm-hmm. it would have gone crazy. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Um, mm-hmm. and we're just like oh. no let's 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 go with these two and then we kind of developed them and they were like this works this fits perfectly um and then obviously gathering what what stories do we want to tell what regions are each of the foods mm-hmm. from kind of like connecting all that one of the nice things that square did do i don't know how like 
other companies do it, but I know it's Square. They had some QA members kind of double checking the lore and making sure that anything was correct. I was like, oh, yeah, if you're going to have anyone test anything, the QA makes sense because mm-hmm. they know the game really right. well. Um, and always a tricky thing is not creating new lore, but taking lore that exists in the game and mm-hmm. writing it in a unique way. Like, I know a lot of people are now like, oh, my God, the Warrior Light is always out with Emmerich. And I'm like, in my head, yes. <laughs> in mine as well. Yes. Are uh-huh. you kidding me? One dinner is not enough. Has anyone seen that man? No. Yeah, no exactly. For dinner. <laughs> That's why I'm like, those little notes that people will notice, like everything exists in the game. There's little call outs there. Um, and it's always making sure, okay, I'm not re- creating lore that the devs don't have to spend a bunch of extra time and double checking us and just being like, would this make sense for this character? I think at one point, um, the hot chocolate got flagged. They were like, is this supposed to be a Sinian? Does that make sense for a Sinian's character? Would he do that? And I was like, I mean, yes. Yeah, he, would, he wouldn't let them touch the salt rock and lick it. Don't touch that. Not while you're in Ishgard. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Oh, I love it. I mean, honestly... Um, it's funny because although I agree with you, I totally feel, yeah, like Tataru would have been a great choice for, for this context. But at the same time, I was so surprised and delighted by the narrators that you chose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it was one of those things where both of those different creatures on their own are charming and hilarious and adorable. And like you said, having both of them balanced the voices. So, you know, the extremely like over-characterized dialects that either race uses and stuff like Mm. that. You know, it felt fresh all the time going back and forth. And then it also, like you said, kind of filled out a component of the ongoing context and like backstory that is a constant part of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, It may not always be what we see with the main characters, but there is this life that continues on. And 14 is always so good with even like Ishgardian Restoration and other facets Mm -hmm. where it really doesn't feel like anything is just like a dead lore space in this game. You know, it's like everything has this ongoing life. And so I found myself just going, I love them even more now. Right. I love these two little goofs. And I need to go now and I need to go look at all the Namazu again. I need to go hang out with the Moogles. And it's just so cute to see that. I love oh, yeah. it. Right. One of our fears too with like the Namazu, the only one you like really interact with if you don't do the Beast Tribe is like the rudest Namazu mm-hmm. ever. And like is a terrible thing. It's like, no, the Namazu are great. They're wonderful. And I hope Gyohan at least bridges that gap. And mm-hmm. Like they're good people. Do the Namazu Beast Tribe. They're good. <laughs> did you get to name them? Or what, yes, or did... we did name them. Um, oh, awesome. So it was funny. My, we were like, okay, we looked at a list of like all of the characters that are in-game and everything. Uh, my husband was like, oh, Magria works because it'll be like the last three letters of my name. And oh, I, I was like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's I was like <laughs> thanks, thanks. So it's like a little uh-huh. like. I'm in there a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then Gyohan was just I'm trying to think of how we landed on him. But I was like, if you know, Gyohan means half fish, right? <laughs> That's like the translation is like, oh, that works. There was. <laughs> I, I love I it. Remember, I'm looking for it. There was one recipe where the description is about him making he's like deep frying something and he's worried he's going to deep fry himself. And I thought it was the funniest thing. I had like, it was like one of the most charming and ridiculous because I was sitting there going, 
he is a fish. Like, <laughs> yes. so if, if you're deep frying and you accidentally stick your hand in there, that's fried catfish. <laughs> like, uh oh. <laughs> Are you are you excited for the possibility of them actually putting your characters in the game? I we hope so much. Like that was yeah. a thing. Like Jeff and I were just like, do you think maybe maybe we'll find them like around the world, kind of like alphas, like around yeah. like showing mm -hmm. up randomly? I'm like, it'd be so cute if there's like the two of them just kind of like eating food and enjoying themselves. Yeah. But I don't think they exist yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep a lookout. I'm I'm hoping right. for it. It would be way too adorable not to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, right. I would love it. I feel like I already know them. I would love to actually see them in oh, yeah. game. Be part it of is definitely an interesting thing about uh, you know, a video game cookbook in that you do have to worry about the voice, right? You know, yeah. it's it's tied to the narrative in some way. Because a lot of people saw the cookbook and went, okay, it's a cookbook. But mm -hmm. it is so much more than just that, right? You have the story kind of weaved into it, you have the illusion. So it's really I mean, great that we're talking about it now. I think most people watching this know that uh, there's a little bit more to it. But just hearing that ideation process is, is so much fun and hearing that you got to pick the names, too. It was, it, was, it was nice. Um, I think that's one of the most important things with these books um, is having them be in world and mm -hmm. exist there. It really does help, like, the the fan base. Like, it's not just a cookbook. Sure, the food it's food those, those yeah. recipes are going to work correctly i'm not going to you're not going to find a dodo in our world mm -hmm. so there's always that like exchange and kind of making sure things make sense um but if it does i think if a book doesn't have because there are some books out there that are just like here's a game book mm -hmm. no description no like game connection at all i think that connection is probably one of the more important elements with these cookbooks i you totally bring that up I, I really enjoyed like even just like my initial flip through being like, all right, what's antelope here? What's this here? What's this here? Right, seeing, the translation. Seeing, yeah. Obviously and antelope is a real thing, but like we're not gonna go and find that at the store. What do we use? Yeah. Right. Like yeah, I could order that online, like at mm -hmm. like some of the farms down here in Texas because that just exists. But like I have to keep in mind like the home cook, starter cook and mm -hmm. be like, I'm gonna push you in some directions. Yes, I'm gonna make you cook duck. But I'm not going to make you go find alligator or mm -hmm. something like that. <laughs> I loved, uh, we even talked about this previously, I love the fact that there are some ingredients and there are some things yeah. in the cookbook that do feel unique and interesting. I mean, unique in the sense that, like, um, you know, again, I agree with you in that a lot of the cookbooks I've seen for games, you can usually tell if the person writing them has a real investment or connection to the game in any way, shape, or form, or to gaming in any right. way, shape, or form, Right. And so a lot of times with that, you'll see those recipes get distilled down to like the absolute basic, like, you know, somebody could not necessarily, but somebody could slap this in a microwave or just like pull what they have off their shelf. Mm -hmm. So to actually see that because you were doing this game that covers all these different regions and cultures and um, has all this inspiration it draws from that you also put things in the ingredients lists that like, again, weren't hugely inaccessible, but like you said, kind of push people a little bit. I love yeah. that. Like. I had talked about the fact that I'd never used a vanilla bean yeah. pod, in mm -hmm. it. <laughs> like, which is very silly. It's not really yeah. an impossible thing to get, but like, given given its price and stuff like that, I haven't always used it because I'll just substitute. And yet, I had so much fun 
opening up this bean pot and like scraping it. I was like, this is what yep. it is normally. And I was like licking it. I was like, oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. this is so strong. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. But it was amazing because it does make you connect with the ingredients mm -hmm. in a way that like you don't always know about if you haven't cooked with them, if you haven't, you know, figured out what that flavor is or how to use this thing or, um, and I was so excited by that. I loved to see it in this book. Yeah, I had to, I didn't have to, but I made the, the X potion. So I had to find mm -hmm. lavender mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, it'll probably be easier to find already made lavender syrup. It was not, it was actually <laughs> easier to just find the dried lavender. Yeah. And my house smelled a... wonderful for a while. And <laughs> I didn't expect to like really like the taste of lavender because I'm a little eh, with floral things, but it was actually mm -hmm. very good. Mm. Yeah. No, I, um, I definitely like push people say, hey, you're going to expand your pantry. Not a lot of recipes might use this, but now you know what this ingredient tastes like. So now you can maybe go, oh, I, I could use this in this recipe instead, or I could use this in this. So I definitely try to to push people. Like I, I know I've gotten complimented by, by some uh, saying, thank you, because your recipes aren't like all super, super easy. Some of them are going to definitely push me up. There. Like there is a croissant recipe in this book. Yes. You are going to be pushed. Um, mm -hmm. But there's a lot of easy recipes, too. I just want people to, like, man, get out of their comfort zone and start. start I think we can all through. agree that that particular croissant recipe is adorable in its theme. I just, <laughs> like, flip the page to, like, the second recipe, and I'm like, ultimate, what? What is that? What? <laughs> and it's yes. all it's all set up in phases and everything. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, okay, okay. The person who wrote this obviously plays the game or like did some very solid research. No, yeah. We, my husband and I were sitting there and I was like, wait a minute. This kind of sections off into <laughs> oh, well, the savage. Yes, this is perfect. This is for yes. People will love this. <laughs> I did. I loved it. It was great. It was so good. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know if you can talk about this, but you know, you mentioned with this whole process, right, that they have you send a ton of recipes. They kind of look over things. Obviously, you whittle them down. You pick things out, and then you end up with what you get for the final book. But were there any recipes that you can tell us about that didn't make it into the final cut that you really wish would have? So I know one that constantly gets requested is Shaksh. Mm. Uh, I always screw up the name. Shaku Shakshuka? Shakshuka. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right everyone like, like, why is that not in the book? And I was like, I wanted to include it, but this was actually not square. This was insight going, we had too many books with that recipe recently mm. that we've released. So if we could avoid that, like I'll have moments like that where it's like, I do have like any of the insight books that are like gaming related. I say, Hey, send me those. So I can also cross reference to make sure that there's not, 10 of these mm. same recipes in there. So that does happen. Um, i trying to see. Like, I have my list up. Everything that was on the original list did make it in, except for the ginger cookies. They were on the list, but I think that one had, like, like oh, the cut wasn't working and stuff wasn't working. And then they were like, oh, it's fine. Just cut it. Get rid of it. Mm. I was like, okay. <laughs> Nice. You got everything in then. Yeah. I love ginger cookies, but I also love shakshuka. So I was yeah. really excited no, like, to see that in there. That's, that's one of the hard things. There's so many recipes in this game. And it was like, I have to make sure to find the balance to make sure that there are vegetarian recipes in there, that mm. there are like non-dairy recipes, like just kind of covering everything in there. 
But when you look at the list of food in Final Fantasy, you're like, a lot of, that's a lot of food. <laughs> like, so cutting it down to 70 to 80 was definitely like, oh, I, I should pick out these outstanding ones or whatever. I got final say. Sometimes mm-hmm. game companies will be like, hey, can you make sure to include this? I feel like Square really didn't with this one. Mm-hmm. They were like, whatever. Include what you want. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, cool, thanks, great, we will do. See you in two months. <laughs> so was that like one of the first things, just giving them the list? Yes, it's always, there's a lot of back and forth with, okay, this is how we're, it's that and kind of the theming of the book. Um, do we want it to be in that standard um, appetizers? This, this, this book did that. Um, or do we want it to have just, have it be region based? Because um, I know like the Destiny one, that is all like different regions of the mm-hmm. world and kind of highlighting like the cuisine there. Uh, the Final Fantasy one has the regions in there, but it's split in between the different menu styles, like right. appetizers, breakfast. Um, and that just felt a little better because, again, with the cooking in the game, you kind of get that feeling of like, yeah, everything's kind of divided up. Once they approve, what usually the recipes will get kind of approved pretty quickly and then it's the voice stuff that kind of has a lot of back and forth we'll little ones we want like some samples of like the voices in on top of like recipe text and maybe the introduction to kind of get a, a true telling of the voice and once that happens it's like okay time to do lots of writing and lots mm-hmm. of reading and lots of like like wikis are my best friend with these projects it's like <laughs> even playing the games like you're gonna miss things or you're gonna forget things i mean a game that's 10 years old you forget all the items and stuff i i know on on some of the recipes that even made it into the book my brain forgot to be like double check what were the ingredients used in game mm-hmm. oops <laughs> like after <laughs> the recipe got tested i didn't get called out for it but a lot of them i tried to make sure okay the wikis kind of like make sure everything's in there and oh okay there we go good good mm-hmm. um and then after that it's just do some sample photographies on on a few things and be like is the style okay is this the direction that you're fine with us going with um oh always asking companies to be like do you have any props that we can borrow or mm. give to make sure that that works i was super excited that they sent and then they asked for it back the dome oh. and mahjong set Oh yes! Oh, so they asked for it back. Yes, they were like, "Oh, can you send this back?" It's like, oh, okay. I love playing mahjong. I was happy that I was able to make a mahjong joke in there uh, with the honey <laughs> muffins, and that it was there because I'm like, most people hate dome and mahjong. I love mahjong, so it's gonna <laughs> be in the book. <laughs> That's great. Um, and then after that, yeah, it's a lot of like taking the pictures. Uh, this cover, I think, I think there were three different cover reshoots because it, we had like a sample of one. We I think if you turn into the book, one of the examples that we did, yeah, so that's the actual cover. And then there's one, let me see, where is it? One of the ones in like later in the book, somewhere in there, um, we had like, exactly the layout when the exarch gave you the shadow um the shadow the sandwich basket like we had that exact scene set up that was going to be one of those and square's like that might be a little too spoilery for a cover mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i had <laughs> right, okay. so i love 
I love the sandwich basket. It takes a lot of effort to like put that together for photos. I got sick of the sandwich basket after mm. like the fourth time because it kept going into like random like cover reshoots. Um, and then after that, it's actually funny because the ultimate, uh, the, the minstrel's ballad uh, croissants were not originally in the book. Uh, that came in after everything was kind of wrapped up. They were like, oh, did you know Yoshi P did a coffee biscuit recipe and it's different? And I was like, oh, do we want to include it? Do we want to like have a second recipe in there? And that's actually where the minstrel's ballad idea came in because mm. it was like, oh, the minstrel, it's Yoshi P's recipe. This yeah. makes sense in the story. So that's the original intent. They were like, actually, Square Japan said, no, we can't use Yoshida's recipe. And I was like, oh, but I'm like, this is a really good idea. We need to keep this. So my editor and I were like, which recipe can we have like an ultimate version of? That's where the croissants came out. So that was like mm -hmm. an afterthought with this project. <laughs> but it was a good one. Oh, a very yeah. good one. Yeah. <laughs> very good one. That's amazing. I mean, it just makes sense that Yoshi P one would would want or something from Yoshi P would try and make it in at the last second just because of, you know, his history with mm -hmm. the team. Um, and then the team be like, No, he doesn't know, they don't want it actually I think it yeah. was I think it was, yeah, uh, Square Europe, technically, that was, like, the main, like, group they were working mm. with for this. And then we were like, yeah, we sent it to Square Japan, and they were like, no. Mm. Don't <laughs> me. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> now I want to know, is this something that he had put online, or was it just something that, like, he privately yes. had made his own copy? Mm. Oh, okay. No, okay. So there is a thing, it is yeah. online. I think he, did he did it in the video. Um, yeah. yeah, he did it on the video. Yeah. Uh, and then that recipe, like, a few people translated it, and I tried to make sure, and I was like, when I sent it, I was like, okay, this is what's out there. Mm -hmm. But I think there's always that worry of, okay, technically it is his recipe and mm -hmm. it's there. So there's always that, like, is that okay? And they were like, mm. just, <laughs> like just, okay. Just not <laughs> it, yeah. Hey, look, I'm glad we got this amazing croissant yeah. recipe. So I'm like, it's fine. That page was used. <laughs> a couple pages were used for something very good. Exactly. Very memorable. Are there any other of those sorts of challenges you could think of when you were trying to put the book mm -hmm. together? Anything that was difficult, yeah, about making I it. I mean, the, the most difficult thing was figuring out the voices. There was a, the, like, out of all the projects, this was the one that had the most back and forth. Like, trying to make sure that, yes, we got the voices right and that the lore was correctly done. Um, I mean, the Street Fighter one was, like, the easiest, which was weird because it was like, oh, we did it. And we read a lot of wikis for that book. Um, but they had no issues with any of it. But like Square was very much so we need to make sure that the lore is correct because people will catch us mm -hmm. and they will like cross-reference and they'll be like, well, in the game, this happened, but the cookbook said this. Which one's right? It's like, I mean, it's an official product. What? <laughs> Whatever Square says. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, moving on from the book a little bit. Uh, what made you start your Twitch channel? So my Twitch channel is very much so a small hobby thing to do occasionally. And uh, it's a good way for me to kind of like catch up with the com my like community in a sense, kind of say, hi, hey, I'm cooking. And I also wanted to just kind of highlight some of the like cookbooks that I've worked on and the recipes in there and show people, hey, this is how it's done. 
even I don't follow my own rules sometimes, and I mess up my recipe. There's a lot of times I'll say on stream, don't do what I'm doing, just follow what past me said. Um, but it's a good way for me to show people, hey, I'm in the kitchen, I could give more details. I say, if you have any questions, ask questions. It's just a good, it's another resource for people to learn how to cook a recipe, because I know everyone learns a little differently. I mean, sometimes recipe writing, they don't want to read through it. That's not enough. A video would work better. I felt that streaming was a little easier to jump into than video editing because mm -hmm. that's many hours of other stuff. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is the less, less like a put camera up kind of, it's a low budget stream, but it works and it like shows everything. I mean, that's why on my website, I have pictures because mm -hmm. I, I want to make sure everyone has different ways of learning. This is a good way to at least meet that bridge there. So. Yeah. Make yourself available for questions. It's so nice of you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm always like, if anyone ever has a question, if you find an error in the book, because uh, there's definitely been, it's always funny. You could have many, many editors read things, but things get missed. Mm -hmm. um, I've had many people come up to me and be like, is this right? And I'm like, no. Oh, how did that get through? <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? I, I have like, a list of it and like future prints will have updates of it i keep meaning to like update my big post with like an errata section that says mm -hmm. this should say, like the biggest mistake that i had someone point out was actually with the bacon bread it's supposed to say stone ground mustard it says ground mustard which is very different mm. and having two cups of it two cups of ground mustard uh mm, like please don't do that how did that get missed <laughs> Just one word. Just one, one little word, word changes the whole context. Yes. Yes. I'm like, that's why people are, I've had people go, is this right? This has like a lot of ground mustard. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard, it, you heard it here, everybody. Stone ground mustard, not just ground mustard. <laughs> oh, please, my gosh, please. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm distracted by the chat. I'm so sorry. You're right. good. We had actually, yeah, we asked a chat if they had any questions. And if you were coming in, which we will definitely mm -hmm. add in here. And if anybody else has any, feel free to ask. You. I'm, here, I'm always one. answering questions. <laughs> always really quick. With yeah. questions that I can't answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, let's, let's hand in hand Veiled Ladies questions with one of ours. Ours mm. is, what was your favorite recipe from the cookbook, if you have one? Hers was, uh, what was the most challenging recipe to translate? Mm. Mm. Okay, so my favorites, I'll go favorites with an S. Uh, I really like the pizza in there. Uh, mm -hmm. It was actually the first time I started experimenting with uh, using a cast iron for pizza making. And mm. I do think if you don't have a pizza oven, I've learn that cast iron is like the cheapest option to not require you to get a pizza stone and all that but it gets you like a really good like cr uh, crunchy crust so that's a i think it's a good starter pizza recipe to get your mm. hands into that um the other one i really like and it's the one that i see everybody making is the farmer's breakfast right like i'm so it's like one of the easier recipes in the book but it's so good right <laughs> like i could just keep eating it um, and the other question, challenging recipe to translate. Um, 
I'm like, let me look at the list. Right? <laughs> to like it's always go back like, through your memories. Go back through memories of a year ago almost, right? <laughs> I guess probably I'm going to go. Actually, the princess pudding was one because there was many directions that could have taken. Mm. Like I could have done a English style what they would mm -hmm. consider a pudding or like a fruit cake or whatever it could have been. And I was like, you know what? There's not, there, there is no ingredients list on this. It's just like an item. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm in chocolate. It's <laughs> going to be a molten lava cake because it looks like, <laughs> like there's always that moment of like, Oh, Hmm. Well, this is only an image. Let's make sure we kind of get close to it. And if there's rest, like ingredient items kind of like being like, Hey, is this right? Is this okay? So. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, pudding is uh, important to uh, everyone in 14. Definitely. No, nowadays. That's, <laughs> oh that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Like, the moment I was like, screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. <laughs> I mean, you have a character. Yes. You must have. Like, if if they asked you to do a second book, are there already things from Endwalker that oh you're like, gosh, this so one, many. this one, this mm -hmm. one? Oh, my gosh. Like, uh, cheeseburgers, please? Uh, can uh -huh. we talk about cheeseburger tech? Uh, I was like, can I please have one? Yes. yes. No, I definitely, like, anytime, like, this is true with any game. I've trained my friends and my husband and myself well. If a food is mentioned, you take a screenshot and you send it to Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let's get in here with Joe's questions. What's the weirdest thing you keep in your kitchen because you need it surprisingly more than you thought you would? Oh. A tape measure? That's not, is that weird? <laughs> Like, I, I feel like tape measure's not weird. Yeah, it's definitely not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because, okay, if we're going to go with the ultimate croissants, you need mm -hmm. to be exact with your measurements and you got to make sure your your dough is rolled out to a certain degree. And I, yeah, there's always a tape measure in the drawer right below like my center island. Like, time to measure this. <laughs> I think I think of like a normal like kitchen wouldn't have that, but I definitely do have a tape measure in the it's good to know. It's good to know. I'm going to have to get a tape measure for our kitchen now so I can work on it better and, and do better with my baking. <laughs> I actually have two different types of tape measures on my desk at all times. The kind where you like pull it out and you press the button mm -hmm. and it sucks it back in and then like the soft one. Oh, yeah. You never know when you're going to need to measure something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wherever you are. Um, <laughs> so it sort of came up in, uh, in chat. Archon Loaf is not in this book. But if there Absolutely were Absolutely to... not. No. Yeah. <laughs> I actually you go want... You don't I go through red? No. Okay. So that is something that I have considered toying with like for a blog post just to have mm -hmm. fun with it and be like, uh, most people probably won't make this. Uh, but for a cookbook, I was very much so like, we can't have like I don't want to have a joke recipe eat up one of the slots that I know most people aren't gonna eat. And mm -hmm. we made it from a lore standpoint make sense. Magria likes the Warrior of Light a lot. The Warrior of Light hates Archon Loaf. They we don't like it. We don't like at least mine does. Mm -hmm. She's not gonna put a recipe that the Warrior of Light hates. Like <laughs> that's not like she doesn't allow it. Oof. 
But I'm, I was totally on board with it. I know a lot of people were like, what, what do you mean no Archon Love? I'm like, did you read what they said really? the ingredients were? That's The ingredients were like, like there is like the, in Endwalker, they kind of like try to make a better version of it mm-hmm. than that exists. And that's useful information. But like the Archon Love that was presented at the time that the book was written at 5.3 is very much so like, no. <laughs> I mean, canonically, yeah, you're right. It is meant to be gross to most mm-hmm. people who are just like eating it and would be familiar with like eating food because it tastes good, right? Like mm-hmm. wanting to eat something that to them is enjoyable. Um, and the fact that they say so many times in the game that like many people who are not from Charlian are like, what is this foul thing right. you have given me? <laughs> like, what yeah. is this? This it keeps is- me going. Whatever, I'm going to eat this <laughs> and it's good enough. It's like, but it's why? Very- this sure is <laughs> sustenance. Very, uh- being in the Bay Area, it's very tech bro. I just need to uh-huh. consume nutrients, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it makes perfect sense, but let's let's not make it. And yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm very much in the, like, food is to be enjoyed mm-hmm. and, like, shared with. I'm not going to share probably stale fish loaves with people. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> oh. But I could do it as a challenge maybe on the blog yeah. to be like, here you go. Here's this funny recipe. Yeah. I feel like there has to be a way to make it palatable. Yes, for sure. But I just don't know. You know, I'm trying to imagine what it would be like if I were there sitting and eating it. And I just can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah. Right. Like I said, I think with like the description of it in in the game uh, at that time, no. But I think now with the new kind of like going down that rabbit hole of like, making it better and, and doing mm-hmm. it well. That might be the right route to be like, maybe in a future book, maybe there will be this new bread that's yeah. not. <laughs> Only if Yoshi P asked nicely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm told you specifically. <laughs> Redeem Archon Loaf. People have been talking bad about Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the food, like, in that area, come on. Like, yeah. they keep like, going no that's the terrible food but the cafe has it happening there mm-hmm. like, yes <laughs> i'm ready for for um what's it called a nautilus mug i just need a giant oversized oh nautilus my gosh mug in yes my life. i know yeah. i immediately had to browse etsy and like ordered yeah. one that i found for a friend but it's still not perfect i need like the exact <laughs> replica I, there are so many things like in the game that i'm like how is this not merchandise yet like people will buy this yeah. <laughs> just, just make it <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask, what is your favorite 14 related memory? And did that like lead to a recipe? Um, so I saw this question earlier and I was talking with my husband because I was like, oh my gosh. The first thing that popped up in my head was when we were playing in 2.x or whatever, whenever we were playing originally, we we're going through the current extreme stuff. We we're doing Ifrit. Um... This was when we were learning. We were failing the nail section. We didn't do that. And he was starting to do his enrage. Me thinking I could bypass that. I, as a white mage, was like, I'm going to limit break. Brought everyone else back up to life. And we're like, oh, okay, we cheated the system. And he's like, nah, here's the enrage again. And we're all like, what? (laughs) Why did this happen? (laughs) What happened? (laughs) We thought we, like, gamed it. (laughs) Good job, us. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that I that always stands out, like, 
for 14 in general was the time uh, we went to Japan in 2015 and we were able to go to the cafe oh, and that awesome. was kind of like a Lucky. nice little experience of us like oh we're here we were playing the game and these are our characters and we, when you get the little like coasters we're like oh let's make sure we get each of the classes that we play mm -hmm. and kind of like get to send that there so that was that always has like a little special place in my heart <laughs> super cute oh so I have a dumb suggestion well, not really mm -hmm. a suggestion, but you uh, talking about getting roasted twice, like twice baked potatoes popped oh, right into gosh. my head. <laughs> it's, it's actually funny because uh, before, like actually after the book was mostly done, uh, we got really into Eureka. Mm -hmm. And like we are conveniently on uh, Primal where like mm -hmm. a lot of Eureka players are. And there was a very nice community. And I was so sad we made zero Eureka references in the book because it was done before that. And there's a lot of things like that I want to be like thanking the community that exists there because there's a very nice group of people. I'm mm -hmm. always going to shout out the helplines like Discord. They're really, really nice. Uh, they took me through uh, to get my asthma mount. So it's like, thank you, y'all. I did this. Um, <laughs> But I was sad that we weren't able to make a reference there just because mm. it's, it's a really nice community. Mm -hmm. uh, Eureka's not scary, everybody. There's really nice people out there running it. Have you thought about, so like obviously, especially in a lot of MMOs, there's so much wealth for like crafting systems where they have food mm. items in game. But have you done, um, and if you have, please feel free to shout them out. Um, but have you done recipes that are more like abstractions of different things? like? this boss if they were a drink or this you know i mean you were talking about ozma and i immediately thought mm -hmm. of like oh you could use one of those like shiny silvery liqueurs or something mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a sucker I know. for those <laughs> um there are a lot of like other blogs out there that do that like mm -hmm. oh this is inspired by this or a lot of desserts that look like x or whatever um i think one of my big things that I, i've kept with is i want it to always be an item that's in game and uh, kind of like, I guess that kind of will, will differentiate me from like other sites in a sense that it has to be an item that's in game. Uh, I have considered doing like silly joke things occasionally. Like, oh, I wanted to, at one point when we were doing Eureka, I was like, oh, we could have like a Eureka like menu kind of like with all the jokes that exist. Cause like mm -hmm. the crab boss there, we always were like, Oh, there's crab culture where you immediately pull the crab boss because that's it. Everyone needs this, this item that he drops. Um, and it's just stuff like that. It was like funny little jokes we could make and saying, thank you group. But beyond that, I, like I said, for the most part, it's, I want to do like in-game recipes mm. and kind of stay in that route. <laughs> Absolutely makes sense. Are there, I've gone off book now with the questions, but it's just because I, I'm, so, I'm just so curious. I love yeah. like hearing everything that you're saying. Um, are there any games that you would love to do a cookbook for that you haven't? Yakuza. Yeah. Yakuza, I love it. It's like the, my easy answer. I keep going. Uh, Sega, if you ever want to talk to me, please. <laughs> I love that series so much. Like if there is a series that rules above all for me, it's that. That one for sure. <laughs> oh, awesome. I mean, that would be a fun cookbook. It would be very, there's a lot of food mm -hmm. uh, in the games. There's, yeah, there's a lot. I've done several recipes on my site from the series. Mm -hmm. I, I really adore it. <laughs> and more people should play them. 
You have to have some joke ones in that one. You do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just played my first Yakuza game with my partner, and I was like, why have we not been playing these games forever? (laughs) I was like, this is the funniest, best, most wonderful, like at times so dramatic, but like Mm -hmm. you literally have no idea what you're going to be doing in this game. Like you are a grown gang member, but we've spent how many hours customizing a tiny toy car to be (laughs) children at a racetrack? Like it was so... I I would love to see your Yakuza cookbook because I like it's it's such a fun game like yeah there's the very dramatic story pieces Mm -hmm. that exist there but they know how to pace it with all the extra stuff on the outside that you could do it's kind of like oh that was too much I need a moment I should I'm gonna go yeah I'm gonna go sing karaoke for a while yeah (laughs) I'm gonna go have a meal with my friends like it's a series that I've been playing for a while and I always tell people please play it it's very good Mm-hmm. The title is misleading. Mm, yeah. Oh, gosh. And especially when the games came out originally, they were advertised as Grand Theft Auto, but in Japan. Yes. And that is such a disservice to the series. Yeah. Oh, I really want to know. What class do you play? I yeah. play a white mage. And I'm a best friend. A bitter, a bitter white mage. Friends. Best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also the resident white mage. No, that's awesome. <laughs> you said you were a bitter white mage? Yeah. I mean, I look at some of the stuff we got, and I'm like, all the other healers are cooler than us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't, Don't, believe Don't believe the slander, Victoria. <laughs> no, I haven't swapped. I very specifically am a stubborn yeah. white mage with my, hold on, my mana's running out. Gotta keep mm. hitting lucid dreaming. I hope I don't die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. What well, drew you to a white mage specifically? Ooh, why did I make that decision 10 years ago? <laughs> never changed? At the time, yeah, I'd never, ch- like, I, I've been consistently a white mage. Um, I think at the time, my husband was playing a warrior. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, just this makes the cues faster. So we just kind of, like, did that for a while. And then after the break, we came back. My husband's like, well, the warrior stuff's kind of boring. So he he swapped to Dark Knight. So he's a bitter Dark Knight, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and stubborn and won't change. Uh, so that all works out for us. We're just stubborn and continue to play our classes. But they're great fun. And I, I love being able to be like, I'm in charge. If you die, this is your own doing. And I get to choose if you can. I definitely killed somebody the other day on purpose when I was healing. It was Monty. I killed Monty the other day. Oh I forget. Oh my gosh, Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> go healer. You, gotta, yeah. you gotta rescue someone into a spot because they've been misbehaving. So yeah. <laughs> He was. He was misbehaving, but I didn't even rescue him. I was just like, well, they're your mobs now. I'm gonna well, bye. <laughs> Sinatra, he deserved it because he did rescue me into death recently. <laughs> it was just karma. Yep. Just static things, you know, you it's go. fine. We love <laughs> yeah, you, Monty. Please don't be sad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's that's the fun of the role too. Just having that sort of control, right? You think like, you're in going... charge, Tank, but you wait. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. So <laughs> that's why I like DPS. Look, I just get in the car, I hit the things along the way, and we're done. That's it. You know, I hit them very hard, and that that's what I need to do. And I behave. You know, I, I have like... never. 
Go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. I was going to say, I, I've played like Red Mage because I like that mm. ability to, to res people just in case we had too many healers. Uh, but I was playing Bard and I was like, this is too many buttons to click. Mm. <laughs> I just, I hit glare. That's all I need to hit. <laughs> this is easier. I'm like, as I've gotten older, I'm like, this is good enough for me. <laughs> Bard is an interesting beast in that it doesn't really play like anything else. Everything mm. else, you just yep. follow the pattern. Bard is like, uh, here's the sideline, here's the sideline, here's the sideline, here's the sideline. Thanks for talking. Things, things, okay? I'm admitting things. Now, chat does have the question. And I know you may not be able to talk about this, but, you know, you can direct people where you'd like. Um, do you have a cookbook in progress right now? And can we talk about it? Or where should people make sure to look out to get information about it whenever you can talk about it? If there is one. Yeah. I can't talk about it. It's mm. the easy answer. I can't talk about anything that is happening. It's always safe to assume that maybe something is in the works. Mm -hmm. um, if you want the latest and greatest information of releases when they are announced, uh, my Twitter feed, uh, Pixelated Vicka, uh, that'll get you that information. Um, and my blog is a lot of free content. <laughs> so mm -hmm. there are a lot of recipes yeah. on there. Uh, a lot of recipes. So you could at least get that. And maybe some of the games that you really enjoy are might, might already be on there. Because I, I don't focus on one game. I keep it whatever games I'm currently playing or any requests that I've gotten over the years. So Keep an eye out. Please look keep forward to please it. Look forward please, to it. please do look forward to it. I'm sure things will be coming up soon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometime. Wink, 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 wink. wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you guys do you guys have any other burning questions? Have any other burning questions, chat? Do you have any questions for us? Rook, what what class do you play in Guild Wars Two? Ooh, I started out as a guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I play a little bit of everything. I've mm -hmm. been trying to decide if I want to get a herald so that the story context feels so right, so good going into End of Dragons. Mm -hmm. How about you? I was mostly reaper mm -hmm. <laughs> on my uh the necromancer because my husband my husband plays a druid so we never die uh that was always <laughs> a nice a little... <laughs> yeah it's just like we're not dying anywhere i've started playing my firebrand uh, again uh i'm not sure what i'm gonna I'm, I'm not not sure what i'm gonna jump into for the expansion yet but we'll see mm -hmm. i mean i'm just yeah. saying guild wars 2 cookbook uh, so great. actually it's it's so funny because I have there's a lot of recipes on my website. Uh, before I got contacted about like the Fallout one, I, I was talking with a friend. I'm like, "Mate, I'd love to write real cookbooks. Guild Wars Two would be very good." <laughs> I'm just gonna have to like conveniently start dropping some of your recipes in the Guild Wars Two partner Discord. Yeah. Just be like, oh, where did these come from? Oh, they just this fell out. Weird. I don't know. Oh, accident. Did you accident. did you guys see that Final Fantasy cookbook? Mm. So we're such an incredible product. If only there was one for Guild Wars 2. It would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> so we did have another question in chat for you. Um, was it easier to make recipes for sweets or savories? Hmm. I think both have their challenges. Um, I think savory in general is easier. Um, my biggest thing with sweets is sometimes the finessing that is required. 
for it, like making it look super pretty. That's why a lot of times I think you'll see with the dessert stuff, I'm not going to be, there will never be fondant in a recipe. <laughs> hate fondant. Um, but I, I want to keep them like on the easier side. You're not going to have to be working with like crazy sugar art or anything like that. Um, because I'm thinking of home cooks. Mm. Like that's what I'm thinking of. But sweets are so hard because I'm like, I don't want a whole cake in my house because I'm going to eat the whole cake. Yeah. I am my own worst enemy. So I, I'm lucky that I have friends that are like willing to like stop by the place and be like, please take this away from me. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Friends. Such an inconvenience for them to have to eat the uh, incredible yeah. cake you made. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I, no, think, it's all right. yeah. I think there might be volunteers for that. Maybe. Oh, always. It's just, oops. It's always impressive. Yeah. That I'm like, why do I have a whole batch of cookies here? Please, somebody <laughs> take it. I'll eat them if they stay here. It's very dangerous. Oh, yeah. No, I have no self-control. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a question in chat about how many of the recipes that we had made from the cookbook. Um, and, you know, we made the ones that day and made some of the coffee ones. I personally have made a few of the others. But the one that I really want to make, I haven't made yet, is the one for, is it chawanmushi? Is that? I can't remember. It's a dessert that's like a savory... I actually was so excited to see that in the book because I am a filthy role player. And I <laughs> I was, I have a character who is um, like, you know, based in the region and um, in, in the city of Kugane. And when I had been researching a bunch of different foods and even looking more because I, I really love um, Japanese food or, you know, mm -hmm. food from all of the different countries uh, that encompass in different places in East Asia and cultures in East Asia. Um, I've always been really curious about learning more. And one of the recipes I'd come across while I was researching this was chawanmushi. And I was so excited because it was one that I didn't think that, like, I just didn't expect it would make it into the book. And I was so glad that it did, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, I, again, I want people to push themselves out of their comfort zone and do things. And something like chawanmushi in there is definitely something I think most people will not have had. And... Including that just like, yes, there's many, many cultures in the world. And the the Final Fantasy does an amazing job of like covering all the foods of, of the world in a sense and putting them in the game. And I appreciate that so much. But yeah, I think most people are going to be like, what is, I don't even know what this is. And they'll mm -hmm. read it and kind of understand it and then go, oh, maybe I should try it. Or maybe it convinces them when they're at a restaurant and at a Japanese restaurant mm. and they see it, they're like, Oh wait, that's that thing. Maybe I should try it now, and then mm -hmm. they could go ahead and try it at home. Like that—that's always my thing: pushing, pushing, pushing people out of their comfort zones. <laughs> yeah, and in a game that has such an international audience, like you know, there may be many people who are really familiar. But then, when you're talking about, like you were saying, like the Western audience here, it's very unlikely that many people have encountered it. So I'm excited mm -hmm. for my people to get to try and through your cookbook, which yes. I think you just so brilliantly get to experience some different foods and dip their toes into mm -hmm. trying more stuff and cooking yep. more things. Like I made, I made the X potion, like I mentioned, and I made, uh, oh my gosh, brain fart. Mm -hmm. The dongo. <laughs> the brain no, fart. Yes. I made the brain <laughs> fart recipe, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I made dongo because I I love dongo. <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw the recipe was in there, I was like, this one might be on the easier side, but I don't care because I love dongo and I'm so happy that I have recipe in a book now for that. Um, yeah. I really wanted to make the um, 
au gratin potatoes because I love those <laughs> cheese and potatoes. What better food is that? I and mean, seriously. Just, yeah, yeah. Like seeing, seeing the, the like different spin that was on it. I was like, Ooh, that's going to be interesting and new and different. Mm-hmm. But I also want to make uh, this one, which I'm probably going to butcher. Uh, mm-hmm. Banjo. It's like it's page 99. Banjo. Ban- yeah. It's like a, yes. looks like a My savory, like, like pancakey type thing. Oh, Bonseo. Okay. Um, I think that's how you put it. I've had, I've had a few people like in chat. I, don't I am so excited because Houston has a really large Vietnamese community. Mm. And I was like, Vietnamese food is not, it's like super underrated and not mm. like something that a lot of people have. Um, and actually, I had a, uh, a member of my community request that I make Bonseo for the first time in my, like on stream. And I was like, oh, I've never had this. And now I order it whenever I see it on menu and <laughs> it and looks really it's, good. It's super good. It's super tasty. Uh, and I don't think the ingredients are too difficult to get like your mm-hmm. hands on. It's just like an yeah. implementation that people wouldn't think of. It's like I've never had it delicious. myself, but reading through the uh, ingredient list, I was like, okay, all those things in combination sound like they could be quite tasty. So that's mm-hmm. that's my next goal. That's the one I want to try. Looks looks good. Yay. Drool it a little. Yeah. <laughs> I was not appearing in that episode because work was insane back then. But I do have a few that I want to try. Honestly, I want to try the minstrels ballad. I don't. I have cooked before, and I used to cook a lot. You know, like even this week, uh, I think thirty percent of the days. But I want to. I want to take that step and just completely mess up and completely be wrong and <laughs> my, just do my, it again. My biggest tips with that recipe in particular is take your time. Mm. Um, if your butter starts getting warm, put it back in the fridge. Right. Don't. This is a very that recipe is a very much so don't rush situation. I actually it takes it's two or three days, but it's like I find it very relaxing. I kind mm. of doing that and having like I'll I'll typically do two batches, so then I have a dough that I'm working with put that in the fridge while it's resting for an hour, work on another dough. That's just me because I'm like, I want 12 croissants in my <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, when given the option, more is yeah. better. Yes. It, it takes more work and it does take a lot of effort, but they're worth it. They're so mm. good. Maybe I'll make this next week. <laughs> <laughs> and since I play a summoner, it's not like I have anything to do with my rotation, so I can pay attention to the mechanics. <laughs> yeah, You're you know? so used to books, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Failed in chat has uh, asked if would anybody say, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, all I was going to say is that they should absolutely put a skin in the book, like in the game that is the cookbook for something. <laughs> oh, oh that'd be funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, that would be yes. the one that I use for sure. Excellent. Failed asked would anybody say the book is beginner friendly. And I, I think so. Uh, each of the yeah. recipes tells you what level you can sort of expect to be working at. Some of them, some of them say easy. I believe Dongo was easy. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do think if people ever want to get like a flavor for my writing, my blog is the best place to check out. It's free content. Um, there's going to be slightly trickier things on there because I'm like, this is a blog. Someone's not like paying for admission to get in there. Uh, but it'll at least get you give you an understanding of how I write my recipes and what you could kind of expect. Uh, but there are I always try to make sure that there are a good amount of like easier recipes for people to like jump into and then if they're wanting to take that next level they 
they move up and move up and and kind of cook cook their way through a book. You had mentioned on your blog a couple of the recipes that you thought were good beginner points for people to jump in. Yes. Uh, would you want to talk about those so that if people are like just getting the book and they aren't like Aldino who immediately wants to go straight into Ultimate with like no gear on, <laughs> then like where could they start? Where could they start with it? I'm going to pull up the post so I, I know exactly what past me had said. Mm. Um, so I do think, okay, so like. I think the easiest recipe in the book that's going to get you started is the farmer's breakfast. Uh, I think that is a very good, easy starting recipe with some extra layers of things that you wouldn't typically do for a an egg dish. You have to bake your potatoes ahead of time. So that's starting to get you used to roasting things. And then you're going to have to put everything together and you pop it in the oven and it does its own thing. Um, I would say the night spread is a good introductory bread recipe. Like it doesn't require too much work. There may be many tears, but you'll be fine. <laughs> well, why? I was actually so excited to see the night spread because I, before the pandemic, like for my wedding, uh, God, two years ago or however long now, three, I don't even know what is time since the pandemic mm -hmm. started. I was like, I've always wanted to learn how to make my own bread. And so I put all these things on the list to make bread. And then lo and behold, here we are several years later. And I'm like, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that I had done that because I love bread so much. Um, so when I saw that recipe, I cried a little bit because of how sad it made me um, mm -hmm. with the little quote that you put in there. Thanks for that, Victoria. But then after <laughs> that, I was really excited because it does look like a good introductory bread recipe. It's a nice, easy one. You're not having to deal with like eight, like sourdoughs or a starter or anything. You're using yeast. You kind of mix it together. You let it go to sleep in the fridge for a while, and then you bake it eventually. Like it's there's not that much that goes on there. That's mm. a very very nice like starter one. Um, for I think either of the pasta dishes that are in there, the creamy salmon pasta does require like the hardest part of it is probably getting like the guy loan, uh, getting those ingredients that you need. Uh, but you could easily make replacements. Uh, and if anyone ever is like feeling really uncomfortable, like. Oh, I don't know if I could use this as a replacement. Message me on Twitter. I'm I'm more than willing to answer questions for people, give suggestions. Um, I'm always there. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, I also do think that the ratatouille is very that that's a chop a bunch of vegetables. So you're mm -hmm. gonna increase your, your like cutting skills, and then you just let it roast. You let it do its thing, and then the oven does the work. Um, and then for desserts. Like as everyone likes to go to desserts first. That's like, I want to make, that's the first thing people think of for cooking. Mm -hmm. I think the coffee biscuits are a good starter. Like they're really nice and simple. Uh, they have really nice story beats. So, you know, they fit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the question I always get for the book, we do call out beet sugar a lot. That mm. was to match the game. That is one thing that I, I had a lot of people you can replace it with regular old white sugar. Your white sugar might be already beet sugar. I know here in Texas, I get I could get white sugar that's sugar cane, but we mm -hmm. call it the beet sugar to match the game a little more. That's so funny. Bebop, my partner, asked me, why did you order beet sugar? <laughs> and I was like sitting there holding the huge bag and I was like, Victoria said to. Don't worry about it. I need it. I actually, I really have liked experimenting with different types of flour and sugars and oh, yeah. um, even like mm -hmm. milk alternatives and things like that recently. Right. 
um, because I think they do change the flavor a little bit or, you know, at least offer a good substitute or like broaden your knowledge of like the sources and types of places that you can get that same kind of thing from. So I was excited to see it. You know what I really liked uh, since we talked about the, the night's bread and we talked about this particular uh, detail the last time we talked about the cookbook on the show. But some of the recipes, you make the the night's bread, for example, and then you turn around and make it into Lunotion toast. So you, mm-hmm. you make your own bread and then you turn that, and they that's exactly what you do in the game. And I really loved that. Right. Yeah, it was definitely elements of that. Um, that one's funny because it's uh, it, that was on my blog originally. Any of the recipes that made it into the book that were on the blog are no longer on the blog for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But obviously <laughs> big updates did happen because of that. But that one, I had it in a two series post where it was like make the bread now we're gonna use the bread um oh i didn't even think about it there's like finger sandwich there's a finger sandwich recipe on my site that uses the same bread hmm. should probably check that make sure it doesn't link to anything <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that we have covered our bases for today mm. I'm going to give you one last chance, chat. Any more questions? Final questions for the chat. And it is important to note, because Victoria, you brought this up several times, and I'm sure we'll talk about it before you leave as you do your outro. But um, if anybody, for whatever reason, right, like maybe you can't afford the cookbook right now or you can't write, that blog is a mm-hmm. well pixelated Vika, like uh, pixelated provisions. If you're like on Twitter or you're looking for the blog, there are a ton of recipes there that are free and accessible and likely feature many of the games that you love so that like if you aren't able to maybe get that cookbook right now or you you know aren't going to get it into later you can still be cooking stuff by victoria so be please practicing. or go get the cookbook if you haven't yet and you're just hearing about it for the first time you know yeah no it's yeah i i've been doing this almost 10 years mm. uh there's at least 300 plus recipes on that website so there's a lot of content and it's all free i'm gonna keep it free that, that way too Mm-hmm. it's a good word free all right free. let us go to the thing if you want you can contact me at twitter at zanidra underscore a my twitch is strawberry bop and my youtube and also twitch is plus the word one the number shop the word plus one shot it's a DD uh podcast that i run with a bunch of friends and also all do you know here all do you know what you got yeah, only Twitter. Uh, I don't. I don't do social media a lot. I'm still working on the OnlyFans. One day we'll figure out what I'm going to put on there. Um, this is a joke. Every time we have a guest, I say that, and I'm just wondering. Like, I wonder if <laughs> they know that I'm joking. Uh, yeah, it's a trope. Don't worry about it. Maybe there'll be one one day, <laughs> which is ranting about Summoner. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, Twitter at Aldiano. <laughs> How about you, Rick? Oh, yes. Uh, Everybody, you can find me at Rookery online, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. Only place that it's different is Twitter, where it's Rookery underscore. Um, I was formerly Bird of Chess, but I am a variety MMO content creator for both Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2. I just love MMOs, and I love talking about them, as well as getting to talk on podcasts like this with amazing guests like Victoria Rosenthal. Thank you so much again for talking with us. Would you like to let everybody know um, anything you think is important coming up or where they can find you online well you can find me on twitter and twitch at pixelated vicka uh i do have a youtube mentions there at pixelated provisions i haven't updated that in a while one day uh but the main big beefy part of everything that you can find is my 
website, my blog, pixelatedprovisions.com, where I try to every week uh, put a new recipe up from many different video games. Amazing. And be... if... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, if anybody hasn't picked up the Ultimate Final Fantasy XIV online cookbook, mm-hmm. uh, you can also get this Amazon, GameStop, a ton of other vendors places probably probably even local places too always support local bookshops if you can um, <laughs> yes are, please please your local bookshops yes yes. <laughs> yes and there are two different covers which victoria is showing off mm-hmm. uh, two different editions of it so that if you really really like a little paisa cooking friend you can have that as well anytime you doesn't love a paisa cooking friends <laughs> i have both but i'm not allowed to move them one of them's <laughs> in the kitchen the other one's on display so <laughs> <laughs> well well yeah all right you know how it goes yeah. <laughs> Thank you again so much for joining us and hanging out with us and dealing with our sleep questions. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed my time here. You were so you were a joy. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we'll be back next week with the live letter. That's what we're doing next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see you guys then. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.